Yo, uh, hey man, we got a series going on, man. Uh, today is the first episode of Praise Break Series Reloaded. Um, the first two episodes of the series are a little older, um, but I decided to just keep them and, and finish the series out. Uh, so this first episode is with my brother Manny. He's going to be featured twice on the Praise Break Series, uh, Sex and Christianity. So, um, like I said, it's a little bit older, maybe like a year or two old, but I'm going to still drop it. So enjoy the content, man. Um, it's a three-part series, so part two and part three will be the next two weeks. And uh, yeah, no video on this one. Uh, but just sit back and listen to the audio adventure, and man, I hope y'all enjoy it, man. Let's get into the episode. You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. Y'all niggas was feeling that shit, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, y'all niggas know we had to freak this shit up, man, for season five. The starts of an average Joe. Fuck you talking about? You, you got some time on your hands. Take a second listen, it's a vibe in advance. Now come on, just listen to the vision. You gotta be feeling what I'm feeling. We helping brothers and sisters of different colors, fulfilling all God's wonders. No harm to others And living life in a wrong way So here's what I gotta say Don't stop, don't stop Keep going Don't let your fears take you down Never let them take you down Don't stop, don't stop Keep going Don't let your fears take you down I'm just an average Joe I'm feeling like an average Joe I'm just another average Joe Feeling like an average Joe Don't stop, don't stop, keep going Don't let your fears Never let them take you down Keep going, don't let your fears Average Joe, season five Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. My name is Teroy Jackson, man, your favorite average Joe. And once again, I have the little big bruh. Manny, how we living today? Good. Back again, uh, another one. <laughs> today, 
Um, we're going to be talking about um, this is the first episode of the Praise Break series. Actually, I uh, brought this back. Um, it did well last December, so we're running this back. And we're talking about the topic that I didn't get to talk about last time: sex and Christianity. And um, I remember you was like, "Oh, I want to be on this episode." <laughs> well. <laughs> Little big brother. Well, well, well. <laughs> Here goes your chance. <laughs> Time to shine. Time to shine. <laughs> Time to shine, most definitely, man. Like, what did I do with my notes? Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, okay. Sex and Christianity. Mm-hmm. How was you introduced to sex? <laughs> oh, we coming with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're jumping right in. Yep. <laughs> no intro, no buffer, no nothing. Just like, dude. Oh no, no, um, pro- yeah, no, we'll do that. I forgot. No, nah, no, nah, that's all yeah, good. We're good. Um, want me to answer? Yeah, you can answer. <laughs> um, I don't know. To be honest with you, um, I, all I ever know is, um, I remember when I was younger, and like for those like most people probably listen to this podcast, they probably know it. Like back in the day, they for pay per view, they had. Um, you know, now, like, the screen and stuff is just black, uh-huh. right? But then back in the day, you know, it used to be, like, squiggly lines and stuff. You could still see some stuff. So uh-huh. I don't know why my mom was always kind of, like, attracted to... This is at a young age, right? My mom was always kind of attracted to that, um, just, like, sex and stuff. And um, even in the fourth grade, I remember a guy, his name was Ali August. I'll never forget him. <laughs> so, Ali, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm talking about you. And... Um, <laughs> I think we was in like fourth grade he sent me like we was in the bathroom he showed us like a magazine i was like oh shoot what's that you know so that kind of like piqued my interest uh-huh. um, a lot too so those are kind of like the first two like memories that i have um pertaining to like sex and stuff okay believe it or not i wasn't to do sex through you through me mm-hmm. how you you showed me my first porno i remember it <laughs> <laughs> i don't take that as a compliment <laughs> I remember it, and then I was like, because before I was clueless, like, I was late, like, you know, I was at least, like, this was, like, probably, like, sophomore, sophomore year in high school, sophomore, yeah, junior wow. year, yeah, that is late, that is late, which is not a bad thing, I remember it, you was like, hey, you need to watch that, <laughs> you was like, use that lotion, <laughs> next thing you know, I remember it. <laughs> That's when I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? I was like, yeah, this feels good. So I need, I, need to, <laughs> I need to see the real thing. Um At one point we all were waiting till marriage. When did that change for you? Mm, I mean it really all kinda changed officially. Like, I'm talking about the first time I did anything, not even penetration, it was just oral, right? was in, like, college, really, mm-hmm. to be honest. Up until then, it was just porn and stuff, but college is when everything kind of changed, and then from there, just kind of, like, went on and on and on till, you know, I eventually lost my virginity officially, right? Um, I think at, what, 25 or so? Like, 25 years old or so? Um, but it all started off, like, in, I think, my freshman year of college, and after that, Yes, it went on from there. For me, 
when I got older, I really believed and I still believe that God's coming back. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I need to see what this is all about. <laughs> I was like, I don't want I don't want to miss out. I don't exactly. I don't want to miss a FOMO. I don't want to go to I don't want to go to heaven a virgin. You know, you I used to think that too. Loki, that would suck. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that yeah, nah, I feel you. God created all this pussy <laughs> for us in the world. And I ain't getting none of and it. And I ain't getting none of it. What a shame. <laughs> and then I was just like, I didn't necessarily want to wait as when I got older. Once I hit by like twenty two, once I met like Shauna, I was like, Yeah, she she's gonna take it because that body was right now. <laughs> it's like it, it's time. Cause I was like I didn't want to be a virgin. When I got married mm. I just didn't Like it was just I was It, it wasn't a negative connotation for me It's just you acting like it is It wasn't a negative connotation for me It was like Nah I need to experience So that way when I See her She don't gotta teach me I can just give it to her right mm-hmm. And I didn't wanna have to be taught I think My uh, When I went to FAU The year before I lost to that fam Cause you know I lost to late Lost to that 22 years old It was always Even then It wasn't no pressure like it was never I mean they were pressuring me But I didn't feel the urges Until I came home that summer And then started dealing with Sean I guess because I never had like a girl At the time to really like You know Be all up on And feel all up on And when that happened It was just like It was a rap. It was a rap. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a rap. Um I don't Do you regret Not waiting to marriage? Mm-mm. Nope I definitely don't I think it's um I'm glad I didn't To be honest If I could do it again I don't know, but I think, you know, we all have our different paths and testimonies and stuff like that. And so this is just mine. Why don't you regret it? Mm, I mean, I feel like particular penetration, right? I felt like I was, you know, basically doing oral for years. And then all of a sudden, literally, I lost it because one day I was like, screw it and just put it in. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you're playing with fire and stuff like that. And it's like, screw it. Just it's a wrap. And it's funny because like for you, you talk about I didn't want to be taught, but it's like, it's the person I lost him to was like, Dad, like I couldn't tell you was a virgin. You know what I'm saying? Like, but again, this is a person who I had known. You know, she um, was a virgin. She wasn't a virgin. No, no. Um, but they didn't know you was a virgin. She, she knew, knew I was. She knew I was a virgin. But she would have said, "I mean, honestly, bro. Like, before we get back to that, I mean, when I was younger, right? Like, I would watch a lot of porn, but it would also be like educational. Like, I was taking notes." <laughs> I was like, okay, so you stroke like this. You made sure, you know what I'm saying? So maybe that might help. It ain't helped me, but maybe it helped you. It did help me. Gotcha. It did help me. No doubt about it. Porn was definitely educational for sure. And again, like biblically, right? Sin, but it was definitely, I mean, even with my therapist, we talk about this, how porn can be educational and you can try different things, you know, with your spouse and all that kind of stuff. And so like, it definitely serves its purposes for sure. Um, it just depends on how you view it and how you're, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, but it definitely was educational. It helped me know what I was doing, <laughs> you know? So it definitely was helpful in my case for sure. No doubt. So do you now that you're stronger in your walk with Christ. Do you struggle with it? With sex? Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you yes. get and do you get convicted? Like is this something always I still get convicted. See, I I I, I ain't there yet. <laughs> I still get convicted. I'm, I'm working on I it. I probably always will and I hope I am, right? But yeah, I still get convicted. It's still a struggle. I literally was talking to God the other day and I'm when I talk to my therapist, I'm gonna mention this to her. Cause it's like, I don't know. It, it's it's hard, you know, especially when you are 
talking to someone, you know, and y'all are getting closer and or relationship, whatever. And it's like, you know, naturally you want to be intimate with that person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? In the most closest way you can be intimate with them, which is through sex. And from a biblical standpoint, it's like you're supposed to deny your flesh, you know, honor God, your body, all that good stuff. But it's hard, you know, so I'd be having conversations with God. I was like, okay, God, like, which one is it? It's, it's either porn or, or, or sex, you know? And it's like, but both are bad, mm-hmm. you know? Both are bad outside of the context of marriage. I said, the one thing I've realized is that, and I've learned, you know, just um, particularly through, like, for those listening to Michael Ty, if you don't, check that brother out. He's a pretty dope preacher. But, um, you know, he teaches, well, he... He'd he be a little extra sometimes. But I like it with though. his visuals, like bro, really? Yeah, Stand, was, standing in the rain puddle, bro. <laughs> no, like, that come was on extra. now. I ain't gonna lie. Chill Even out. I said, okay, bro. Like and you then, got the rain coming down as extra. They was low key flaming him on Twitter. I ain't gonna lie. When he was talking about the silhouette challenge, they was like, "How yeah. would you know?" They roasted him. Yeah, they roasted him. But they that. But see, that's a whole different conversation because people think that just because oh you're a pastor you shouldn't be looking. Well, no. Like if you're a pastor, particularly one who is looking for trying to attract our generation, mm-hmm. you need to know what's going on out mm-hmm. here. And it doesn't mean that you're lusting. It doesn't mean that you're sitting over. It's just literally. Like informational I do like he's transparent I do like that he's a lot He's the most transparent but pastor I've God, ever seen I love you But <laughs> chill The silhouette challenges are nice Stay in your lane He was He's right though He is right But I ain't trying to hear that <laughs> <laughs> Them things were a gift Now granted Like people be like Oh body positivity Which is true But can't nobody say that People don't be lusting over that too And I'm saying not everybody But people also be lusting over that stuff too Let's be keeping it a buck But nevertheless Um you know, one of the things he talks about a lot is just like, you know, how sex is good, right? Like, God created sex. It just needs to be within the context of marriage, you mm-hmm. know? And that's just the hard part. It is the hard part. That's the very hard part. Because, see, for me, I don't necessarily want to say I struggle with porn. I struggle with masturbation. Hmm. Because when I get bored, <laughs> and I ain't got shit better to do. The lotion or the oil coming, coming to roost. We we coming to roost. It, we it, it's gonna happen, and I struggle with that. Yeah, it's like it's something I'm trying to break, but it's not easy. Yeah, I mean, especially because you train your mind has been trained. Exactly, it's you know a hard habit at this point. Because yeah. everybody was like, "So are you addicted to porn?" Like, no, I'm not addicted to porn. I'm addicted to masturbation. Hmm, that's interesting. Because I don't need porn to masturbate. Oh, that's interesting. I have my imagination or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn. <laughs> it's like, it's hard. Because then, yeah. of course, when I masturbate, of course, I may not always look at porn, but porn's there. Porn's easily accessible. So I'm like, all right, let me yeah. get my rocks off. Bam, bam, bam. But then it also comes into play because it's like, I know it's not right. But it's like, God, I ain't walking around with a hard on all day. Like, that ain't, <laughs> that, that ain't. That ain't happening. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna let it happen. <laughs> and it just be like, you put, you put your beautiful creation right in front of me. You just want me to just hold off. <laughs> I can't do it. I just. You can. It's just a choice. And I'm not saying that choice is easy. Because I'm speaking for myself too. It ain't easy. Uh-huh. I know for me, like. The time where I'm the most vulnerable, especially I realized this during COVID, is at the, when I when I leave the gym. 
you know, whether I see women at the gym or not, mm-hmm. just those endorphins are, you know, running and all that stuff and sweating and all that kind of stuff. And just like, I'm literally my most vulnerable, you know, once I leave the gyms, either porn, sex, whatever it may be. So it's definitely a, it's, that's my most vulnerable spot for sure, for sure. So, and it's hard, you know, it's hard. Um, but I do know for me, I want to, I've gotten better at it, but I also want to, you know, mitigate that even more because, you know, when I don't want this to be an issue when I'm, when I'm married. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm also like just thinking about because, you know, I mean, it really, it depends because it could be an issue, but your wife may want to masturbate with you at that point. Yeah. True. No, that's different though. Right. Mm -hmm. I I just don't want to do that. So it's like, okay, when I'm not getting it from her or she's not, you know, willing to get it from, from me, I'm not willing to, she's not willing to give it to me. Then I'm turning towards some, you know, pornography. And then it's like when she does want it, you know, I'm not available. If you know what I mean, you know what I I'm saying? You. And so it's like, yeah, I don't I don't want that. It ain't fair. You know, so I'm just trying to find a balance. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to find. Yeah, a balance, I'm, I'm in the same know? boat. Like, because a woman be like, oh, yeah, like I'm going on straight. And I get none. I got Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> I got Pamela. We good. Like I'm saying, like I've been doing this my whole life because I started off late. So, um, I feel you on that. Would you ever be celibate? I'm working on getting to that point. Or be abstinent? Um, celibate, not abstinent. Because abstinent is like you're not having sex at all. Celibate, I think, is just like... If I'm not mistaken, like you're you're withholding from having sex for a period of time, uh-huh. um, if I remember that correctly, um, my therapist always corrected me on that. Um, but I'm trying to get to the point of celibacy. Like I know uh, a woman who she just like at the top of the year, it's two years, uh, just with a friend catching up with her last night, and she is a few months strong. Um, I know a few guys, two guys, one of them my best friend, never had sex at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes, especially me and him, like, I compare us because, you know, to him, for me, like, that's not my testimony. It's just not, you know, and I'm not trying to make it be um, because it's cool because I can say, okay, I know people, men specifically, mm-hmm. who have withheld, you know, or refrained from sex until marriage, you know, and me, I can say, oh, these are the pros, these are the cons, you know, to my sons, my kids, you know, my daughters, whoever, my young people that I work with at, at, at work, um, you know, I can say these are the pros and the cons, you know, and so, you know, my path is my path, you know, and I don't regret it. Um, and I needed, you know, some a period to just kind of be out here, you know, and I will never, because, you know, some Christians be like, oh, yeah, that don't, that they don't bring that stuff up, like, nah, like, that's the problem with the church. A lot of times we don't be transparent. That's why I think Michael Todd is so pivotal right now because we never experienced a pastor, right, who was as transparent and authentic as he uh-huh. was. You, you got to be able to relate in the fact exactly. that you were more inclined to listen to him because he was able to to beat the addiction. Mm-hmm. So you're more inclined to listen to see what he has to say, and also he can also help you if you're struggling with the same thing. Mm-hmm. I get you 100%. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could, I've tried, I've never really tried doing a celibate thing. Um, with me and my girl, she wanted to be celibate. And 
if she really if she was like, hey, I want to be celibate now, it'll it could probably work to we to I'll probably see her all the time and then we will have to make a decision. Because if you want me to do it, I could do it, but I don't like the flip flopping. Mm-hmm. It can't be one day I want to do this and I want to, mm. and then also, like if celibacy is means you can't masturbate, you could count me out. Because <laughs> if, if you think I'm gonna go like a year and a half without doing nothing, <laughs> nah. I, mm. <laughs> the the closest I've been like to this summer, I really made huge strides, and so I went. Like two months without having sex, which for me is huge, because in the past six six and a half years, honestly, I don't think a week went by <laughs> without me doing. And it's been six years since can yeah since uh yep yep so about six years yeah two thousand twelve. Well, no, since so twenty like four, like twenty four twenty fifteen. Oh, so you lost it three lost years twenty five. Okay, you lost it three years after me. Yeah, I lost it at twenty-two. Mm-hmm. But like, see, it's different for me. See, what you struggle with—that's different for me. So like, I can go without sex, like not like forever. Yeah. But I could go like. It's been times where when I first got when I first lost it, it's been times to where I had it to where. When I lost it, I went like a whole. I went like September, October, December, and then I. Lost it to the girl. I got some from the girl. Lost her to again, and then we didn't. And then we stopped talking. I ain't getting up for a whole year and a half. Sheesh. I be going through these droughts. Man. So the sex, ain't, yeah, the sex for me ain't that. It's the masturbation part. Mm-hmm. If you telling me you can't masturbate for like a year and a half, I'm gonna look at you like what? <laughs> like what? But the sex, that's why like, cause my sex drive ain't really that high, cause I'm not really used to having it. So yeah, makes sense. I See, get. I'm the opposite. Exact opposite. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because I feel like sex makes me hornier. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, I feel like it makes me want to look at porn more, you know, it's particularly when I'm not getting it, mm. you know. And so it's for me, it's the exact opposite. Like, it's both, but I feel like sex is more. Because, again, I think, and I think something I realized, like, after I got out of my I guess, experimental phase um, over the past few years, you know, just like, on dating apps going out on dates recreational day and not really pursuing anybody just like just doing my thing and honestly just kind of finding myself to be honest mm-hmm. but i think one thing god showed me was that like you know through my therapist is like you are trying to you know you value you want sex because it brings forth intimacy you know but it's like he keeps telling me it's like yo like you're trying to do that but it's like true intimacy is found in me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but it's also hard though because it's like God, you're not gonna bust this nut for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Lord, but it's like you're not. So I'm so I'm trying to like get to the point where I actually believe that He is enough. And um, you know, the person I'm talking to now, you know, we've had several conversations about you know refraining from that. We haven't fully got there yet. And again, we've made straws like over the summer. You know, we didn't have sex for like three months. And Damn. two months in a row. But then it was like another month we went. So how how often were y'all seeing each other? To have sex? No, like how often were y'all seeing each other during that time frame where y'all weren't having sex? Um, it was on and off. When we did see each other, you know, it was, we were out trying to just, you know, just be out and stuff. And it was also during the summer in Chicago, so it was a little bit easier. Right now, it was much more difficult. Um, it's a little better now, but especially like when it was wintertime, it's like, bro, ain't nobody finna be outside. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a challenge. But like, I think during that time, I also just, for the most part was just to myself though 
you know, and I was letting her know, like, yo, we gonna hang out, it's cool, you know, could we actually talk through um, the relationship goals together. So we was meeting, you know, quite often. I try to get through, me and, uh, me and Britt got through, like, we, cause we did, we tried to do the 30 day challenge. <laughs> and we got to about like day 15 consistently, no. I would say we got to about like day, day day five or six consistently. Mm -hmm. And then. How'd you go from 15 to five, bro? It might have been 15. (laughs) The thing was, we we were straight. (laughs) We were straight until like, remember when I went up there for that week. When I went up there for the week, it kind of, um, it kind of flattened out a little bit. And then we couldn't get our groove once I got back. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like stopped around like day 23, but it wasn't as consistent as you wanted, but it definitely helped though. I think it definitely did. The challenge definitely did help us. Help you refrain? No, 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 no. We were still fucking. So help you what? You just helped us grow closer as a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha, no, no, gotcha, no, no, gotcha. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, see, like I said, I wouldn't mind if I really love you, I will go. So I will be celibate for you. Mm-hmm. But if I don't love you, you nah. If people say I want to be sad, but what you think about that? I guess we're gonna bring it up. It's not even a fact because it's like if I see you every day, I may not want it all the time, but I want it when I want it. If that makes sense. Like I remember yeah. I have exes who wanted sex like two, three times a day. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, I'm tired. <laughs> I ain't got that type of energy. I want to sleep. Bro, I know people. I know somebody who. You know, we'll go like multiple rounds and stuff like that. I'm just like, bro, like I love sex, but ain't nobody got time to be having sex all day. Yeah, you're gonna get one good, you're gonna get one good round. I mean, I'm gonna make sure it's good. You get off, I get off, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> for me, for the most part, it's like one good round, but depending on the time of day, like I know there was one recently where it was like, you know, we went one round, we went to bed, did another one, woke up, did another one. You know, yes, so. I can do that, but I don't understand the people that be going rounds and rounds right yeah. after. Like, no, that's not me. Yeah, no, that's I not need me. a nap. <laughs> I definitely need I need that. some downtime for sure. So I wanted to read this verse. Um First Corinthians six, uh eighteen to twenty. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were brought at a price. Therefore honor God with your bodies. So here's my thing, right? Um, if I can remember my thought. So I legit just had a thought. Um, yeah, I lost my damn thought, bro. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, I feel like that verse, it kind of reminds me of one I was reading, I think like last week. I think it's in Psalms, and it was just saying how, you know, the importance of like living as our bodies being a living sacrifice for God and and using that like using our body as a thank you for what he's done for us you know and you know I can say for sure God has definitely blessed me holistically you know mm-hmm. um, I'm just so grateful to be where I am and most importantly to know him and have him in my life and it's weird because like I w- I'm not perfect obviously but this is like the one area where I think God, I don't think I know. God is like, okay, bro, this is the thing you need to give to me because my career, finances, you know, physically, you know, with the physical body and working mm-hmm. out and stuff, like all that stuff, like I give to the Lord, 
but it's like this the sexual sin and sexual morality that's the biggest and always has been my biggest struggle as a, as a christian and we all have that right mm-hmm. some people is cussing some people is gossiping you know we all have something yeah i, I cuss i cuss a lot <laughs> man I'm, yeah i got some yeah so you, you got to, you got to work with me see lord i know you ain't through with me yet i made progress you know from <laughs> from like a few years to now i made progress but we gotta take baby steps yeah that's true so uh which one you want me to give you first because it can't be both <laughs> Cause they both just as equal. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't gonna lie, y'all love cussing. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you at all. Only, only cuss around maybe like three people, and those are like four people. Those are like my closest people. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, like you're not gonna really hear me cuss too much. Um, and that's just because those are my people, you know. And mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has that. Kirk Franklin had that until his son put him on blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so now everybody knows that he be cussing. But um, I think you know, cousins sometimes like I don't, I ain't opposed to it. You know, I think sometimes it's necessary. Like it's just a form of expression. You know, um, yeah. But only those few people hear me cuss. That's it. Do you feel? What did I put? Did you feel? Do you fear of having kids outside of wedlock? And would you feel that will be a major disappointment? Oh, for sure. I don't fear it per se. Um. You know, pull out game been strong up to this point. <laughs> you know, but to be quite, <laughs> but to be honest though, I, I've already kind of stopped like penetrating because of that, um, and like I really just be, you know, I don't penetrate like that anymore um, because of that. And it's like, yeah, like that's not gonna happen. But this is the thing though, God is still telling me it's like, look, bro, like you can not penetrate and still, you know, um, it's still sin. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something I'm grappling with too. You know, um, because re- that's the reality of the situation. It's still sin. You know, and I still even a lesson convicted. is a sin. A lesson for me, I don't say I struggle with lesson, but I just be like, damn. Like half the time when I see these fine ass women, I don't sit here and be like, damn, like, I'll fucking shut her. I just be like, damn, she fine. Mm-hmm. Like, see, for me, I automatically think like that's just how my mind works. It's but like, if I like you, but if I, I if I start to get to know you, and like you, I'd be like, yo, that body, I want to. Mm. Yeah, no, I want to rearrange her guts. <laughs> but see, for me, though, it's like what I'm trying to, what I've been really getting to the point now is like I'm really trying to switch. You know, God's working on me to switch from looking at the physical, which, of course, is good, looks good, mm-hmm. but more so looking at the heart, you know, because see, there's a lot of fine women who fine as heck, but they materialistic mm-hmm. right? or they Correct. attitude is trash or they not really just like. Nah, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, I, I'm trying to use that to help me switch. The physical is what's going to get you. They always say the physical is what's going to introduce you to me. But mm-hmm. if you, if I don't like your personality, no matter how fine you are, I'll, I'll leave you alone. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you struggle with that. You try to stay with them even if. Well, not anymore. Okay, but you did. I'm talking to somebody seriously. Yeah, but, um, wait, what was your question? So, you... Because they had a nice body, that made you stay longer than what you should have? No. Mm-mm. Because even when I was, I've always had standards. You know what I'm saying? So even when I was like out here in these streets, like. <laughs> out here in these streets. <laughs> she belongs oh, to the streets. But, um. <laughs> Hold up. Tyler Warner, get this. She for, I'm for the streets. <laughs> Tyler Warner, get that. Um. Please believe me. Highways and byways to streets, the corners. Highways and byways to streets, the corners. Baby girl, you know ain't shit. Mm, mm. Please believe me. I'm sorry, Warren. Tyler. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but now, even when I was on dating apps and, you know, talking to different women, they all, 
you know, they was kind of on my level for mm-hmm. the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like they all had kind of stuff going for them and things of that nature or they, you know, in school or, you know, just had an overall good head over their shoulders, even though I didn't see myself being in a relationship with them or anything like that. But it's like, I don't just mess with anybody, you know, even if I'm just like messing around with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, now, now I'm, I'm to the point to where it's like, you know, now I'm at the point where I can even say, and this wasn't always the case. Like I can say, if a woman comes up to me like, nah, I'm good, you know, like, and, and it come up to you like how, just like, you know, Hey, I'm cute. You know, like you're cute. Can I get your number? Yada, can we go out? Yada, 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 you know, or if a girl just came up to me and was like, yo, I'm trying to smash. Like I want some dick. Can I, let me get it. You Damn, know what Girls saying? be coming up to you like that? No, 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 no. It's, about it's very rare, but I'm just like saying that. like, <laughs> like we just were. alike, but you more the attractive, you more the attractive one. And I'd be like, girls don't come up to me saying they want to smash. They don't come up to me like that. I wish. And I think also is because like I carry myself in a certain way, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really give off that kind of. You know, any girls is not gonna come up to me like that. It just it just hasn't been my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if a woman were to come up to me, I feel confident finally being able to say like, "Nah, I'm talking to somebody." When if this was like a year and a half ago, you know, it was two years ago, it's like that. <laughs> you know, like so you would do that even though. So let's say you're talking to somebody, but because y'all not together, you would still get the number. Yeah, no doubt about it. Interesting. Now, now. You know, a lot of that girl, you know, a lot of times the women will call that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Being a player? Yeah, something like that, you know, but it's like, it just is what it is, you know, and that's like, I'm not ever going to apologize for where I was at in my life, um, because I feel like going through that, even though unfortunately I like hurt feelings and things of that nature along the way, it helped me to become a better person to be where I am now. And had I not done that and gone through that. I don't think I'll be where I am now. I don't think I'll actually be ready, you know, to to start to get to that point towards settling down. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so I'm never going to, I never regret that. Never regret that. So for me, <clears throat> part of the reason why I was a virgin for so long was because mom and dad told us very early and it, it stuck with me. You get a girl pregnant, you can't stay here. So... That was the reason why I was a virgin for very long And I feared having kids out of wedlock But when I moved out <laughs> Last year I ain't care no more Cause I ain't in your house no more Yeah. So if I get a girl pregnant You can't kick me out mm-hmm. You gonna be disappointed But I already went on like them suspension So you can't be that much disappointed <laughs> What you already are So just add on to a layer of disappointment But I already disappointed you So at that point it was like whatever Yeah yeah, I feel you. I mean, I think they'll get over it at, at a certain point because, you know, that's your son. Now, granted, I think they will. Um, because that's just like when I told mom I lost my virginity, right? Like, she was hurt, but she got over it because they're in a situation. Now, granted, do you do you need to handle your responsibility? You know, is it going to be hard? For sure. But that's like, I think they'll definitely, like, still, they're still going to love you. Will they be disappointed in you? No doubt about it, for sure. But I think that they'll still love you, even if it does take some time to get over that period. I got to disagree with you. That's fine. Uh, after the situation the family went through, I don't see that. <laughs> I don't. Uh, nah. Well, I, guess, I hope we never find out. Hopefully, but I can't promise you anything. Just hope you're ready for those bills and formula and not getting no sleep. Because yeah. I ain't about that life. <laughs> but- not right now, not for a long time. <laughs> So uh, you about to be thirty eight by the time you have your first kid. I don't oh, give a care. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't ready for that crap. 
and I may not ever have one. I probably will, but not anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I will say, me, me and mom was actually briefly talking about this the other day, is that I wish they had talked to us more about sex. Because they like, really didn't. They did. Yeah. They didn't at all. It was just don't get nobody pregnant. But it was really no real conversation. It was more so like really though, like don't Bible says don't have sex outside mm-hmm. of marriage. You know. Now, granted, like, I know I talk to mom about sex a lot. You know, but like, rather situation though, I think is that. Why do you feel like let's touch on this? That's a good question. Why do you feel like they didn't talk to us about it like that? Because they didn't. We mean, mom and dad don't have that type of relationship when it comes to me and my girlfriends and me and sex. Because you, we didn't have that conversation when I was younger. So now I don't feel. And because, I, I'm not gonna say that on there, but I just because we didn't have that conversation growing up. I don't feel comfortable having that conversation with you now. Like, even with my girlfriends, I don't really talk to them about, like, my girlfriends or anything like that. Like, my girlfriend now, that's probably the, outside of um, Mel, was, like, the most they've ever, like, communicated with any of my girlfriends. So, it's like, we never had that conversation, so now you want me to have that conversation. I remember when I lost my virginity. And she saw condoms in the room. And they weren't even for me, they were for Josh. I remember that. But... I just, I just took, I just took the fall for it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't gonna get him in trouble, <laughs> even, even though, even though me and him weren't cool then. Yeah. I still took the fall. So Josh, you always remember that. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't think, don't saying, don't, don't, don't say I ain't never doing anything for you. But I remember it just so happened I had like a, like a model magazine, but it was like one of them ebony models. It wasn't nude or anything. But it was in like bikinis and thongs. Oh yeah, that. I remember those. Uh, who was the beauty of the week? <laughs> That's what I think it was The beauty of the week Yeah it was more like XXL Oh yeah Oh okay Yeah But and, uh, Ariel had sent it Had gave it to me or whatever And then she was like What is this We don't have this in the house And then she was like Well Are you having sex And I was like Why <laughs> She was like We saw condoms in your room I was like I told this I was like I told Josh to get these out of my room Ain't one listen So I was like I ain't having sex right now At this moment But I've had sex Yes like, I'm not having sex recently, but I've had sex. She was like, what does the Bible say about sex? And I'm like, <laughs> I, told her, I told her straight up, you either going to have me masturbating or you going to have me having sex. Like, which one is it? And then I used to, the girl I was dealing with at the time, like, I guess she left the panties in the car. So I put them in my dresser. I and think the, I remember. Yeah, and I forgot. My mom was like, you ever collect the panties? I was just like, I didn't want, I couldn't even tell her the whole truth. So I was just like, look, bro. This, but see, this is the thing. I feel like they missed out on opportunities. They did. For that to just have open dialogue and conversation. Why do you feel like they missed out on opportunities? I, I don't know. But what I do know is that when I am, and it's not to slight my parents because they're amazing parents. Um, but as with any parent, like you always have shortcomings. And, mm-hmm. you know, what you want to do is teach your kids things that will help them become better parents and fill in the gaps right that they they left and so I think for me especially just my journey right being a believer and struggling with sex and you know um, just seeing both sides of it it's like I want to have more I want to have open and honest transparency um, just conversations with my kids about it and I don't know what exactly that looks like right now um, and how like you know but I think that's again where my experience and stuff comes in you know, and just understanding that, I don't know, I'm not a parent, so I'm just thinking about the things like long-term and how to find a balance between just 
obviously not wanting your kids to have sex and want preferring them to wait until marriage, right? But then knowing that there's a possibility, especially in today's society with Instagram and just everything mm-hmm. at your fingertips, um, like never before, that there's a chance that they will likely, there's a good chance they could lose their virginity. I feel like, so, as disappointed as they were, even though they always say, we raised you this way, so it's your job to do this, they should feel very blessed that we waited for as long as we did. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, outside of Josh, obviously Josh lost it, lost it earlier than all of us. Mm-hmm. But I ain't lose it to twenty two. You ain't lose it to twenty five. There's people out here who was having sex at like twelve, yeah, for sure, at fifteen. Sure. So like, I felt like yeah, you were disappointed, but at the same time, looking back on it now, they probably would be like, yeah, I'm disappointed. But the fact that they waited this long proves that we did something right. Yeah, I mean, like I know, like they think talk all the time. They was like, well, we raised you this way, so you shouldn't be out here. Doing drugs All this and this and this But you never know Where life takes you So I was like Yeah granted You're saying that You raised us right So we shouldn't be doing this But at the end of the day We all have free will So Take pride in that Like you know what I'm saying Like sometimes they be When we be arguing I be like yo Like Granted I'm not where I'm not need to be But I'm not out here Doing all this other stuff But we ain't raised you that way You ain't raised me to be To get on academic suspension either (laughs) Like (laughs) For real no, nah, that's real. But also, I think they do, you know. Um, and I, I was talking to mom about this a little bit the other day, and I, had, I told her that too. Like, look, if the worst thing that you can say happened to us, that we had sex, you know, job well done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of parents who, who can't say that. Or even if we have kids out of wedlock, it's at a later age in life. Like, yeah. granted, if I, if I was to have a kid out of wedlock right now, I mean... I'm like I said, we're in a different point. So I really, I they would be mad, but I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be like you'll get over it, and if you don't get over it, then you just need to be a part of my kid's life. It's that's where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. But like I'm saying, we're both we're all in our 20s. Well, Josh is the only one left in his 20s. We're in our 30s, and none of us have kids. It's hard. Like if you look at dad's side of family, they're like us. But you look at mom's side of family, it's completely different. So it's like, Completely y'all doing it. They're doing an amazing job. It's just like, I and, w- and, and with that being said, though, like, there's no slight. Yeah, no slight. Side of the family, no man. slight at all. I do when I do have kids. I would definitely want to make sure to have this talk with them. But Be- man, and the reality is, is, the fact of the matter is that you have to. You have to, you know, yes. especially in today's day, because like you said, it's literally getting younger and younger and younger. Like, I mean, I have students of mine who have had pregnancy scares. You know what I'm saying? Like, I work with high schoolers, you know, and I'm sure that's the same case in middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, like, technology is only going to get even more at the fingertips of kids, and so it's like, you know, you have to have that talk. Have to have it because if you don't, they're going to learn it from school, from you know, or else. some other place, you know, and they're not going to really know. Like, so I'd rather them come to me about it. And even if I don't agree with their decision, at least like my job as a parent is to like have an open door of communication and transparency, mm-hmm. and you know, just give them my advice and like, you know, they got to make their own decision. You know, and that's yeah, that's that's the thing I want to work on earlier. Is I feel like I'm the only one out of the three. That really has like a disconnect when it comes to talking to them and showing affection. Like you show affection, Josh shows affection. Josh will talk to them when he's home. Oh, me, me, mom, and dad, we don't really talk. I talk to dad when I talk to mom. Me and mom don't really talk. Like we talk, but it's never like, "Hey, mom, 
I need your advice on this or hey mom I'm struggling with this or when it comes to sex like hey this is what happened because you didn't show because you didn't teach me that earlier in life now that I'm it was something I read something I heard on the podcast when you get older it's harder to break your habits and that became a habit for me to not really talk to you about stuff like that because we never talked about it when I was younger so now it's harder for me to open up to you when I'm older yeah so but, I definitely but I would say this though right to push back a little bit I would say do it because this is the real situation and it's easier said than done right but it's the real situation too two things like one people there's a lot of people who wish they had parents they could talk mm-hmm. to you know what I'm saying and again you may not agree with everything they say but like they'll give you an honest opinion you know but also like two enjoy them while they're here and you you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and get their words of advice while they're here on this earth I think part of the reason why I don't is because like so last June not the June that just passed the June before um June 2020 went up to see my girl mom here's an episode it's about baby fever and she was like can't remember the exact quote but I'm laying with my girl and she was like something 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 I heard the episode if you're going to be using sex if you're going to be having sex use protection and I'm just like I get it but I'm too old now like you could have told me this when I was younger I'm now I'm already going and now it's like I'm already going I'm already in my way now I'm already in my way either I'm either going to use it or I'm not or it was that and I think she said don't bring back or don't get you can't afford kids or something like that mm-hmm. and I'm just like you should have had this conversation with me at a young age because now that I'm older I don't want to hear it from you if that makes sense mm-hmm. makes sense so I don't resp- I don't I don't fault them for saying something though. I don't because this is a real situation right and I get what you're saying for real and it's not to defend them but it's just being real when you're when you have a kid they're your kid for life correct you know what I'm saying now granted some things it may be too late right but I feel like but my know. argument would be to that is right what if, what what if I could afford me and a kid what would your argument be then because I think that's their main argument outside of what the Bible says because I can't afford to have financially I can't afford to take care of myself that's what they say and have a kid so if I could afford it then what would your argument be I mean their argument would be what they what has always been because the biblical standard is first mm-hmm. so that's what if nothing else that's going to be their their debate their argument you know which is fair it's fair you know they well, don't I, need anything else it's okay. This is what God's word said And you say you're trying to strive towards That's what they're going to say You know what I'm saying One last question And then we're going to uh, close it up How long has it been? Like 40 minutes okay. 44 Would you If you were raising a kid And they came out as gay <laughs> Would you look at that kid any different? I mean this is something I talk to people all the time and people may not agree with this. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate that. I don't think I would look at them different. I would support them. You know, for me being a Christian, I believe that, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman. But uh, at the same time, who, who am I to judge, right? My pastor says all the time, I don't got a heaven or hell to put you in, you know? And so for me, my, my job is to show love. And so. Is that the same church I went to that one time? Yes. Okay. So it was mostly black church. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was like it. downtown Chicago. No, I don't know where you went. We maybe that's a different church. I had to pass. We passed the stadium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that wasn't downtown. No. Oh my yeah, bad. I it looked downtown yeah, stadium. Every time I see stadium, I see now. I think downtown. Yeah, it wasn't downtown, bro. <laughs> that was on the south side. 
But um, oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. Like, yeah. so that's downtown Southside. Yeah, that's the Chicago White Sox. There's no downtown Southside. It's just downtown Southside, Northside, whatever. No. So where's so real quick? Soldier Field is that? Soldier Field. That's kind of closer to downtown. Oh, okay. Closer to like the lake. Oh, so you closer to the to the White Sox? Yeah, church is right next to the White Sox there. No, oh, so the north side is where the Cubs play. That's the good side. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. they put the. I thought the Cubs played on the bad side. They put the White Sox. They they so messed up. I mean, it ain't the bad side. I wouldn't call it bad. <laughs> it's Chirac. Chirac is on the south side. I don't call it Chirac, but south side is where the White Sox play. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, you know, to answer your question, I'm still figuring out. You know, these are things that I'm, um, you know, I'm always thinking for the future. So this is something I'm always just thinking about or even just not even just gay. But if, uh, you know, one of my kids wanted to come out as, as, as trans, you know. And, Ooh, um, yeah, that is the gay part I got down. If one of my kids want to come out as gay, there ain't no problem. Because the older I get, like, I see, the older I get, I used to be when I was younger, like, oh, yeah, gays. Now, what does the Bible say? All this and all that. But at the end of the day. Who am I to tell you how to sin? Because we all sin. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like, I can't be a Christian and not love you because you're gay. God loves me, and and I got plenty of flaws. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if my kid wanted to be gay, I'll be disappointed at first. Especially if it was a son. If it was Troy Jr., I'd definitely be disappointed. But I'm not about to sit here and disown you or something. It's no point of beating the gay out of you because you can't. No such thing. I'm just going to be like, hey. All right, I got one rule. You can't be, be you can't be the one getting bent over. That's it. <laughs> can't be be the one getting bent over, and and uh, when we had the wedding, you can't be the one in the dress. That that can't happen. Mm-hmm. Any other than that, I got you. But um, <clears throat> trans though, that's rough. <laughs> I would I would have. I know this is gonna sound like prejudice or whatever i would have an easier time if the girl wanted to be a boy than if the boy wanted to be a girl Hmm. like hey dad i don't feel right in this body call me taroya (laughs) no i can't do that son i'm sorry you're named after me you want to be called what (laughs) taroya no it's it's tough it's very the gay thing i'd be more accepting to the trans thing would be uh, would be very hard. It would be I ain't gonna lie. It would be extremely hard. Now maybe when this happens, uh, by that point, you know, I can go back look at this episode and my mindset would change. But right now, if I had a kid and they was like, "Yo, I want to be a I want I'm trans," and I have I don't have I don't, I don't have no problem with trans people. Yeah, same. But nah, I'll have extremely hard time. It's different when it's your kid. It is, you know. And again, it's no slight to like trans people or gay people, like. Because I support all all pronouns around here On the Average Joe Media Network We support all pronouns The (laughs) he, she, I, we They The Um, double B's But I feel like Especially me as a Christian like, And I think that's the complicated part of it Because I don't care if you're trans, gay, straight I don't really care Like my job is to show love You know because like you said I can't judge You Uh know who am I Because also a lot of people Especially Congress and stuff And politics you got to whole bunch of white men trying to make policies and say transgenders can't do this or gays can't do that like who are you because mm-hmm. this is the reality the situation is that i don't know what it's like to be gay i don't yep. know what it's like to be trans you know and so i can't really judge and so will it be tough as a christian 
raising some, um, you know, someone who is gay or trans. No doubt about it. But at the end of the day, I would never want to let that come between my relationship with my kid. You know, mm-hmm. but I also wouldn't want it to become between us because the church already gets a bad rap for that. You know, I feel like the church, you can have a man who's cheating on their wife and they looking the other way but then when someone is gay they shame them you know what i'm saying and trying to get them out the church and so you know it's very hypocritical and as people a lot of times we you know one sin is greater than the other but in god's eyes it's all the same you Mm -hmm. know and so it's like but again god people don't realize i think they do realize but they choose to look over it as particularly christians christ loved you know and and christ went to the people who were marginalized in society Mm -hmm. to make impact and to you know make his message and stuff known and so you know, who am I to say, oh, you're gay, you're nothing, you're worthless. Like, nah, like, that's not the way of Christ, you know. Christ should love. He also held people accountable, yep. you know, and taught them the word and tried to show them the word and stuff. But it's like, it starts with love. And for me, that's what I always want to start with. Um, it, it was with love. And so that'll be my mindset, I think, as a parent, if I ever were to kind of encounter that, you know. And pray, mm-hmm. continue to pray for them, you know. But also, again, like I said earlier, have an open stream of con- communication because, you know, if my child comes out as trans or gay or lesbian, then, you know, I want to understand so I can support as much as possible uh, while also sharing the word of God with them, too. You know, so and it's, it's just about it's easier said than done, you know, um, but, you know, that's that's the way of, you know, that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be rough. It's tough. It's tough. I think also what would be tough. Is if because I never experienced this. If if let's say I don't, we don't have kids out of wedlock, but our kids do, mm-hmm. especially if you have a girl, because I'm trying to ten, the kid is living with you, and it's like, damn, I just got I, we we just got back on the schedule. Everybody can be dependent for themselves, and it's like the grandbaby's here now. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't think of him any less. It would just be like, okay. What's your game plan? Because you're not going to stay here forever. Mm-hmm. But what's what's your, I'm giving you, what, a five-year game plan? Which seems like that's a lot of time, but in the grand scheme of things, it really ain't. Yeah. But that may give you enough time to, you know, figure it out. Mm-hmm. But And I think, like, kind of going back to what mom and dad and them, it's like, I think with any parent, like, they really just want the best for their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I always think that they've always, from my vantage point, had the best intentions for us and just want us to be, you know, um, productive or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just contributors to society, you know, pursuing our passions and our dreams and our goals and living according to God's word. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like those are kind of like the main things they've always wanted for us. And so I think as any parents, like, of course, you're going to feel disappointed, even if you feel like, yes, you know, my kids they're not in jail, they're not doing drugs, they're not doing X, Y, and Z. But, you know, the, you, you're naturally, I think, going to internalize, okay, I fell short in this regard. I could have done something better. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what me and mom was busy discussing the other day. And so, you know, even when you're a parent, you're going to think that too, you know, because when you have these expectations and you have these desires, you know, for your kids to pursue and, like, they don't end up fulfilling those desires, and it's like naturally you're going to internalize that in some way. But also at the same time, continue to understand that, like, you know, especially as we get older, we're going to have to make our own choices. And mm-hmm. we're going to have to live with the consequences of our choices, whether good or bad, you know. And as the parents, you know, still want to be there and support them and, and, you know, have open 
open ears and things of that nature, but also supporting us when, you know, we don't make the right decisions Uh or, you know, when we don't do what you wanted us to do, you know? Because that's true love. That is definitely true love. Um, What's going on with this? Why can't I get this place? There we go. Um, Yeah. Originally, I had some completely, not some completely different plan, but I wanted... I always wanted to get you on, but I wanted to get somebody who was uh, practicing celibacy and to show. I ain't practicing celibacy. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, clear. I know. I know. I know. I know. I want. I always wanted I ain't you there yet. No, I always wanted you on, but also wanted somebody who was. Oh, oh okay. Who was gotcha. practicing gotcha, celibacy, gotcha, gotcha. but I think just the dialogue between two men is more. Now I want to say more powerful, but it. it Makes for a really good episode. And also, the, this is the stuff that people struggle with. Mm-hmm. You know, even people who are virgins, still tough. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, it's still hard. Like, sex is, has a strong pull in our society. You know, especially now more than ever with Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And so much stuff just... Uh, any Instagram is Twitter. Twitter, it's everything. You that's, know? The, that's the one. You don't even look at porn. Like, yeah. it's much more accessible than it was growing up. OnlyFans. Much more, now, OnlyFans, too. You know, and you have just so much more. And so... Which is, and then, I'm gonna say this right now. It ain't no slight because I'm all about getting your back. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying, like I got, I'm subscribed to some OnlyFans. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Subscribe to a few of them, but then it's only like one or two that get my money faithfully every month. The rest of them I just resubscribe. <laughs> you give me your money faithfully, like you give a tithe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Hey man, look, a few of them. The other ones, you got a month, and if you ain't posting no good content. I See, ain't it's interesting because I've never paid for it and I never will. I don't care who you are. See, the issue for me is, right, I'd be cool, but they get me when I'd be horny. Mm-hmm. And next thing I'd be like, you know what? I got some extra money to spare this month. <laughs> nah, bump that. Because most of the time, a lot of times, you can find that stuff on the internet anyway. To mm. be free of charge. Yeah. Not all of it, you know, but But I mean, just how, like, <laughs> how we equated. Just like how the weed man be like, when somebody gets something from the weed man, they like supporting black business. I'm supporting black business. Look here, bro. <laughs> Don't come to me telling weed talking about support black businesses. Because I know I've got a lot of other ways I can support black businesses that I do. <laughs> Restaurants, particularly for me, do clothing, skincare products. Like, I ain't supporting your black owned weed business. You might as well support a black business and buy a hoodie, a jacket for me. Granted, that's also because I don't smoke. So it's a mess my vantage Damn. point. But. Don't talk to me, come to me talking about support black owned businesses, bro. Get the heck out of here. Get out of here, bro. That's why I equated to I'm, I'm stimulating the economy. Stimulating the economy. Biden's economy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, it's, it's important, though. Um, even for people to know that as a Christian, because, you know, I think sometimes Christians always try to paint this image of, oh, I'm, I'm, I've got it all together. Yeah, like, I ain't we, got we it don't. all together. I ain't even We try. don't. Now, granted, I don't put all my business on blast all the time, but, like, if people, I'm a very real and transparent person. And so, like, not just with anybody, I'm pretty good with discerning who I should tell stuff and what I should tell them. But, like, people need more transparency, mm-hmm. you know, especially people trying to, like, continue to, who are struggling, who are, especially Christians who are trying to, like, do things right. It's not easy, right? It's, it's, not, it's not easy. And so it's always just constantly getting better and trying to learn from our mistakes and, just become a better version of ourselves each and every day. Most definitely, man. Um, this has been a good episode. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Another late night recording session. Another one. Another one. Um, you already know he ain't plugging into social media, so I ain't got none. <laughs> I got Facebook, but I don't need to know that. It ain't that deep. I don't need followers. Um, yeah, man. This is part one of the Praise Break series. Um, 
part two and part three will be out in the, in the consecutive weeks to be continued yes to be continued um this was a really good conversation um you already know where y'all can follow me man uh average atpc that is the podcast instagram www.theaveragejoemedia.com if you want to start a podcast in the orlando or syracuse area hit me up i'm your guy we talk prices <laughs> all of that this is pristine quality i'm gonna come to you bring i'm bringing all this equipment to you all you gotta do is talk and i'll handle the rest um my personal instagram is the original playmaker if y'all got any questions on this or any yeah y'all got any questions on this man like last time i did this don't come to the guest just come to me and we we, we we could talk it out or whatever the issue is i'll listen to the feedback and i'll take it from there we can have a healthy dialogue but don't come to the guest come straight to me i'm the one that's putting out the content they just talking all right y'all i am curious to see what people have to say about it though i hope it was helpful yeah um or just you know i'm not saying what i say like groundbreaker i think like this time around um when i did the praise break series last year it was more from a not a non-believer standpoint but it was more from a questioning standpoint so like it was straight away from the church yeah, i remember that one religious versus spiritual <laughs> christians and then the millennial christians so i think this one i want to do more so from the christian standpoint mm-hmm. um yeah want to switch it up some and y'all and also understand again like we said christians ain't perfect either yeah i don't you know try to put on a perfect front but um we ain't perfect people yeah straight i remember last one straight away from the church was a really good that was that was a that was an eye opener because i didn't even know half the stuff that they was i was like christians do that they got elections (laughs) i was like wait what churches got elections i was like yeah this that must be a south thing because church can be very political very political man all right y'all man as always y'all know what it is this is an average joe media production i love y'all man until next time Till next week, Philippians 4.13. Peace. If you enjoyed what you heard from Thoughts of an Average Show podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast um, on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Pandora. Check out the YouTube at Average Show Media LLC, and you'll see all the Thoughts of an Average Show podcast clips. And then don't forget to follow us on social media at Average ATPC on Instagram, Average ATPC on Twitter as well. Um, Thank you, and we look forward to... Connecting with you soon. It's a different kind of city when you live in right. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start From the thoughts of an average show